This morning we invite you to the Gospel of Luke chapter 17. The Gospel of Luke chapter 17. And we're going to begin reading with verse number 11, and we'll be reading down through verse number 19. Luke 17, beginning with verse number 11, and reading down through verse number 19. And it came to pass, as he went to Jerusalem, that he passed through the midst of Samaria and Galilee. And as he entered into a certain village, there met him ten men that were lepers, which stood afar off. And they lifted up their voices and said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. And when he saw them, he said unto them, Go show yourselves unto the priest. And it came to pass that as they went, they were cleansed. And one of them, when he saw that he was healed, turned back and with a loud voice glorified God and fell down upon his face at his feet, giving him thanks, and he was a Samaritan. And Jesus answering said, Were there not ten cleansed? But there, where are the nine? They are not found that returned to give glory to God, save this stranger. And he said unto him, Arise, go thy way, thy faith has made thee whole. May the Lord add his blessing to the reading of uh, these verses here uh, this morning. For just a moment, few moments, I want us to consider the account uh, that is here uh, in Luke chapter 17. Uh, we would just say in passing that this is the uh, only place in the Gospels uh, that this account uh, is given unto us. The account breaks down into that of actually two parts, uh, and you probably saw that in uh, the reading of the passage, but the first uh, part is verses 11 through 14. And in this first part, the focus is upon uh, that of the healing of the ten lepers. We're told that the ten, the ten lepers came to Jesus. Ten lepers uh, kept their di distance. The le ten lepers cried for mercy. Jesus sends the ten lepers to the priest. That is, uh, to uh, have them to verify that they have been cleansed, uh, that they have been healed, and then the lepers uh, we see are cleansed. All about that of the ten lepers in these first few verses. However, in that of the second part of the account here, in verses 15 through 19, the focus goes from that of the ten lepers to that of just one. One leper comes back to Jesus in this section. One leper falls down on his face at the feet of Jesus. Uh, one leper praises God, giving thanks for receiving mercy. God sends the one leper on his way, and one leper is saved. So, as you can probably already see, there is a contrast here in this account. It is a contrast between 
that of the first part and that of the second part, between that of the ten, ten lepers and then that of the one leper that was cleansed and which, who came back on to Jesus. Now, there are various themes uh, that are found here in uh, this account. There is uh, sin and its terrible consequences. Uh, there's the mercy of the Lord uh, that is spoken of here in our passage. The compassion of the Lord Jesus Christ uh, upon uh, that of these uh, ten lepers. And all of these themes and uh, uh, others uh, are themes that would be very good for us uh, to contemplate and to think upon. But the theme which seems to me to be that of the big ideal of the passage is the gratitude or the giving of thanks unto God. The gratitude or the giving of thanks unto God. You note there in the latter part of our passage, we see the one leper. It says in one of them which he saw that he was when he was healed, verse 15, turned back and with a loud voice glorified God and fell down on his face at his feet, giving him thanks, and he was a Samaritan. And Jesus answering said, Were there not ten cleansed? But where are the nine? There are not found that return to give glory to God, save the stranger. And he said unto him, Arise, go thy way. Thy faith has made the whole. The one leper who was a Samaritan came back when he realized that as he went to that of the priest, as he was doing what the Lord told him to do, that he became clean from the leprosy. And he immediately turned back and came back to where Jesus was and bowed down and thanked. Praise God and thanked the Lord Jesus. Where are the nine? Where are uh, the nine? The Lord asked. As we begin our study this morning, I would begin by asking you the question, are you thankful? Are you thankful? Just a few days ago, we celebrated the holiday we know as that of Thanksgiving. And throughout, of course, that of uh, the U.S., there were multitudes of people who gathered around uh, as families and uh, they uh, did this in view of that of Thanksgiving. And no doubt there were uh, places where Thanksgiving was truly uh, given. And then there were uh, places that uh, it was just a mere formality. Uh, it was something that uh, the family always did. They gathered together and they would uh, have that of a big dinner. Have you ever been asked what you're thankful for? Have you ever been asked, what are you thankful for? You may perhaps say, well, this past year it's kind of hard to come up with an answer with all that perhaps has gone on in that of your life. 
But I believe every one of us, it doesn't matter what has taken place in our life, if we really sit down and think, we can probably come up with that of a number of things to be thankful for. I like that song that we sang, Count Your Many Blessings. Name them one by one. Do you do that? Do you count your blessings? Do you count your blessings every day, one by one? Oh, it would do you good if you do. It does you good. Oh, it brings joy in your heart to realize, beloved, that of God's goodness that He has shown unto us. I believe that through the study of our passage here this morning, this will this truth will come forth. First of all, we want to consider that of the actual passage itself and examine what we have in that of our text. Now the first thing that we would take note of is found in verse uh, number 11. Uh, it says, And it came to pass as he went to Jerusalem that he passed through the midst of Samaria and Galilee. Now Luke here is, of course, the writer of the Gospel of Luke, and he's uh, giving us uh, the account of this uh, great and wonderful act that took place here. And as he does, he gives us that of the setting of the healing of these ten lepers here in verse 11. Now, uh, you may say, well, what is so important about that of verse 11? Well, it is important. Uh, you just have to dig just a little bit uh, to find out why it is uh, uh, important. First of all, you'll notice it says, And it came to pass as he went to Jerusalem. Now, Luke here is speaking of the Lord Jesus here uh, when he uses that of the pronoun he here. It says, It came to pass as he went to Jerusalem. That is, the Lord Jesus went towards that of Jerusalem. The Lord was in that of the path of duty here. He was headed for that of Jerusalem. He was headed for that of doing that great work upon the cross that the Heavenly Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit had agreed that He would do here upon the earth. That He would come in the form of human flesh and that He would give His life that sinners might be delivered from that of their sins and might have that blessed sure hope of eternal uh, life. And so as we come to verse 11, the setting is, is that the Lord Jesus, He is going down the road towards Jerusalem and it's in the path of duty, it is in the path of seeking out to do that of the work that the Father had given unto Him to do. But you know, along with that statement, we have some additional information given to us. It says, And it came to pass, as he went to Jerusalem, that he passed through the midst of Samaria and Galilee. <coughs> Samaria and Galilee. It was not by chance that Jesus went this way. For 
in the path of these two places, there was a city that he would come through and there would be ten lepers that would meet him. It wasn't by accident, beloved, we say to you. No, beloved, it was by that of purpose. The Lord Jesus was coming through that of this area, an area that was considered by that of the Orthodox Jews as an area that was uh, not a good area to be found in. And especially that of an Orthodox Jew. But that didn't bother Jesus. For you know, there was that of a sheep that was there. There was one of his own that was there and that he had come to seek and to save. And you say, Brother Steve, you said one. Yes, I did say one. Stay with me as we continue on. He passes through the midst of Samaria. You might remember the count over in the Gospel of John chapter 4 uh, where we have the woman at the well. And in the very beginning of that chapter, it we're told by John that it was a necessity or it was a must that Jesus go through that of Samaria. But it wasn't by chance that Jesus went through Samaria upon that occasion because there was a woman that would meet him at the well, beloved, to whom he would give that of the water of life. And likewise, beloved, we say to you that upon this occasion there was one that also that He would show that of His mercy to. And not only, beloved, just that of mere goodness, but, beloved, that of His special mercy unto. In the time of Jesus, Palestine, west of the Jordan, was divided into three provinces. Galilee, Samaria and Judea. Judea, of course, being that of where we would have found Jerusalem. Galilee and Samaria. Galilee would have been an area where there were Jews and Gentiles. There would have been a mixture. Samaria, of course, was where those individuals were found that were mixed breeds. Mixed breeds. And the Orthodox Jews, uh, they looked down upon them. And uh, they didn't want to have anything to do with them. Now, the Samaritans, they had their religion. They had their mount, that mountain that they went to, that they worshipped. We know that from that of John chapter 4 and the woman at the well. And of course, the Jews had their mount where the temple was. And to them had been given that of the oracles of God, that of the promises of God. Uh, and through them the Messiah was to come. And so they looked down upon that of the Samaritans and upon that of the Gentiles, beloved, uh, as people who were kind of like scum people. Put it in a nutshell, the area that Jesus was coming through traveling, it was not that of a very nice area in the eyes of the Orthodox Jews. So there is a reason. 
There is a reason why we have verse 11. But we come to verse 12 and it says, And as he entered into a certain village, there met him ten men that were lepers, which stood afar off. And they lifted up their voice and said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. We're told that Jesus enters into a certain village. We're not given that of the name of the village. Uh, We're told next that there met Him ten men that were lepers. I said earlier that it wasn't by chance that Jesus came uh, this way. Jesus came this way for He was indeed seeking those whom He had come to save. As we consider the statement before us, it would seem that these ten lepers were seeking Him also. These ten lepers were seeking Him also. They knew about Him. They knew about that of His fame, that of what He had been doing, how that He had healed those that were diseased, how that He had uh, given the uh, uh, blind sight, how that He had taken those who were crippled and gave them the ability to walk. Those with crippled hands He had restored. Ah, maybe, just maybe, He will have mercy upon us. Undoubtedly, we would say to you, ran through that of their mind. It says they stood afar off. Now it was by the law that those who were lepers, that they were to stand away, afar off. And so these lepers, they were doing uh, basically what they should do because leprosy was something that you did not want to have. Leprosy was something that, well, unless God's goodness, His grace, His mercy was shown, if you had leprosy, there was no hope for you, physically speaking. They had heard about Him. Note, it says here, that they lifted up their voices and said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. They knew His name. They knew He was that of a teacher. And they knew what He had done. As I've already said. Jesus, Master, have mercy on me. That was their plea. And beloved, it was because they knew what condition they were in. They knew that of their need. And they thought, He's healed the diseased people. He's healed those that are blind. The lame. Surely He can show mercy to us and heal us. Well, in verse 14, we have the Lord says, and when He saw them, He said unto them, Go show yourselves unto the priest. And it came to pass that as they went, they were 
cleansed. Ah, does it sound familiar? Brother Don read the passage over in the Old Testament of that of Naaman, the leper. He was told to go wash himself in the Jordan. He kind of got a little bit upset, a little bit uptight because of the instructions that was given to him. And then finally, he was told by that of someone that was near him, you know, maybe you ought to go and do that. Had he told you to do something great, you probably would have done it. Do what he tells you and just maybe, just maybe, no. No, you, you will find out that what he says is true. And he went and he was cleansed, of course, completely. Well, you know, as we look at this text before us here and what the Lord told these ten lepers, it's kind of it's like that of what the prophet told Naaman. I mean, he, the Lord tells these men to go show themselves to the priest. Now, you have to understand a little bit of background to understand what I'm getting at here. Uh, as I said, uh, uh, the lepers, they were to stay away from those. Uh, the, uh, they were kind of the outcast uh, of society and they weren't to uh, come near those who were not lepers. And so that's what kind of brought them together. Uh, and according to the law, they were to go to the priest and the priest was the only one that was able to deal with them. And, of course, the priest already told them that they were unclean. That they had leprosy. And so they were the outcasts of society. So you might think, well, what ran through your mind was, was well, why? why? Why should I go to the priest? All he's going to do is tell me the very same thing. He's going to tell me that I'm unclean. But no. What did they do? He said, go show yourselves unto the priest. And it came to pass that as they went, they were clean. They, they obeyed that of the instructions that the Lord gave unto them, didn't they? And as they obeyed, as they, and as they went, they found that their skin was changed. And one of them, when he saw that he was healed, turned back and with a loud voice glorified God. And fell down on his face at his feet, giving him thanks, and he was a Samaritan. Wow. That's that one down in Samaria. That's that one, beloved, that the Orthodox Jews, that of those that were the high and holy ones, uh, they didn't want to have anything to do with them. And this Samaritan, we're told he comes back when he realizes what has taken place and he glorifies God and bows down before Jesus and gives thanks. 
And Jesus says, well, where is the other nine? Where is the other nine? They were long gone. They were long gone. The Lord tells this Samaritan to go But his faith had delivered him. That his faith had delivered him. Gratitude. Thankfulness. The percentage that we see here in our passage is not real good, is it? One out of ten? Ten percent? One writer, J.C. Ryle, in his little book, he wrote, The best of us are far too like the nine lepers. We're more ready to pray than praise and more disposed to ask God for what we do not have than thank Him for what we do have. A deeper sense of our sinfulness and how unworthy we are is a true secret for a grateful heart. Beloved, as the children of God, God has saved us. He's shown His grace, His mercy, His goodness unto us. And oh, how much we have to be grateful for. For beloved, He didn't have to show His mercy and grace unto us. And you see, that's contrary to that of the norm of the religious world. The religious world would say, well, God must show mercy. God must do this. Who who do you think God is? Your puppet? God does whatever He sees fit. But He shows mercy to whom He shows mercy. He shows compassion upon those to whom He sees fit to show compassion. You say, well, where where do you find that, Brother Steve? Look at at Romans chapter 9. Yes, Jesus. He is the Savior. Yes, He is gracious. Yes, He is merciful. And He invites sinners to come unto Him. And all who do come to Him, beloved, they find Him to be merciful. But you see, the issue is not that of Jesus and that of Him being merciful and gracious. The issue is is that of man's sinfulness. Man's sinfulness. And beloved, man in his natural state, he doesn't want to have anything to do with God. He doesn't want to have anything to do with God. And it's only when God shows His grace and mercy, beloved, that that changes. That changes. And I believe that we see that here in that of the account that is before us. Because we have ten... Men who were lepers and the Lord allowed beloved them to be delivered. He delivered them from that of their terrible, 
predicament, didn't he? And beloved, what did nine of them do? They went as he told them to do, but they didn't come back, did they? No, they took what they could get. And beloved, as we look around in the world in which we are living, that's, that's the norm of our day. That of ingratitude. That of the ideal that, you know, I deserve this and that. I've been one that injustice has been done to me because of this and that. Because I didn't have all that that other person had. We have multitudes today, beloved, that are whining and, beloved, they're uh, declaring that, you know, injustice has been done to us. That we have life. That we have life, beloved. That God has given us life, beloved. That in itself, beloved, we ought to glorify God. That He has given us life. That He provides out of all of the many things that we need to be able to live. Well, like I say to you, the norm of the world is that of ingratitude. They have no idea of that of Gratitude for that of what God every day provides for them. But as children of God, we know better. Don't we? Yes, we do. The psalmist, he said, the Lord is gracious and full of compassion, slow to anger and of great mercy. The Lord is good to all and His tender mercies are over all His works. Yes, the Lord's goodness is shown throughout that of the world and every individual upon the face of the earth is a recipient of that of the general goodness of God. But then there is that special goodness or grace of God, beloved, that God shows to whom He will. As we look back to our passage here, in verse number 19, it says, And He said unto him, that is the leper, that came back, the Samaritan, Arise, Go thy way. Thy faith has made thee whole. There is a distinction, beloved, that is made here. A distinction between that of the Samaritan, the one here that we're reading about, and that of the other nine. We're not told that the other nine had faith, are we? We're not told, beloved, that the Lord said the same thing that He said to that of the Samaritan, to that of the other nine, are we? No, beloved. There is indeed a distinction here made. 
He said unto him, Arise, go thy way, thy faith has made thee whole. Beloved, there was more than that of physical deliverance, I, I would say to you, that is found here in this passage for that of this Samaritan leper. I would say to you, beloved, that there was not only physical deliverance, but there was spiritual deliverance. This man, he knew very well who Jesus was. And he believed. As we look at our passage, there's a few quick lessons that we would just draw your attention to. People cry out for help when they know their need. And that's general. People cry out when they know their need. They cry out for help. I would ask the question, are you in need this morning? Are you in need of help? Are you in need of that of a deliverer? Do you really know your need? Have you ever really considered, sat down and considered that of what your need is? The Scriptures tells us that all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. There's none righteous, no, not one. That the wages of sin is death. Man in his natural state is that of a sinner, a rebel against God. And without that of God's mercy and His grace, beloved, He will continue in that of His rebellious state and that road that leads to destruction. Oh, that God, if you're here today and you have not seen your need, that He would open your eyes that you would. Jesus heard their plea for mercy. He heard their plea. He knew the earnestness of that of their plea. And we're told that He gave deliverance. Deliverance. Deliverance came in the path of obedience. It was as these men, they went towards that of going down where the priests were, beloved, that they were healed. And this last one that we're speaking of here in the latter part of the passage, when he realized what God had what had taken place. Beloved, he knew it was of God's grace, God's mercy, and he turned around and he came back and he glorified God and thanked the Lord Jesus. Come ye sinners, poor and needy, weak and wounded, Thick and sore. That's the invitation, beloved. Come unto the Lord. Trust in Him. On the back of your bulletin, there's an old hymn or chorus that 
We used to sing down at the old country church <coughs> in Kentucky. Brother, I stand. I believe you'll recognize it, perhaps. Thank you, Lord, for saving my soul. Thank you, Lord, for making me whole. Thank you, Lord, for giving to me thy great salvation. Songwriter knew. It wasn't anything that he had done, but it was what Jesus had done. That the Lord was the one that rescued him. Um, this will close our services for today. I'm going to ask Brother Don to read some closing words. Our dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we do praise you uh, as the God of our salvation. Uh, Father, we thank you for uh, your dear Son, Lord Jesus Christ. Father, we rejoice uh, in him as our Savior, uh, as our Lord, our King, our <coughs> uh, great High Priest, our Prophet. Uh, Father, we are uh, grateful that uh, all power in heaven and in earth is given unto him. Uh, Lord, we uh, praise you that uh, he rules in the midst of his enemies. Uh, Father, we do await his coming, his return, uh, when he will be revealed in power and great glory. Father, do help us to uh, be watchful and where may we be found waiting, uh, watching <coughs> his revelation. Lord, we uh, do pray now your blessing upon us as we part as thy people. Uh, Lord, may you direct our path. May you cause your face to shine upon us. Uh, Lord, may we uh, know uh, communion uh, with thee, uh, with thy dear Son, with thy Holy Spirit. Father, these things we pray and ask. We pray this all in Jesus' name. Amen. Mm -hmm.